Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Never Too Late to Fly podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline. And I'm Kevin. Together, we're going to dive into different topics around weight loss, body image, relationships with food, and how to overcome life's everyday struggles and challenges so we can all live our best lives possible. Remember, it's It's never never too late late to fly. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. This is episode 62. In this episode, we're going to be going into a discussion about the top three things that we recommend to anyone who is starting a weight loss journey. Yeah, and I think this is one of my most asked questions is how did I get started on my own personal weight loss journey? How would I suggest or recommend someone else starting a weight loss journey? What would I tell them? And so I just wanted to make this episode about my top three things that I wish I knew when I started my weight loss journey or the top three tips that I would recommend to everyone who is trying to lose weight or starting a weight loss journey. Right. And so our first tip to to get started with the weight loss journey is to make sure that you are losing weight and wanting to lose weight for you. Right. I think this one is so important because a lot of the times along my journey, people would ask me, well, why didn't you start sooner? Didn't your family and friends care about you? Didn't they tell you to lose weight? Didn't you listen to them and start losing weight? And a lot of the times I do get frustrated at myself because part of me does think, If I were to just lose weight when they told me to, if I lost weight, you know, years ago before I got to 500 pounds, it would have been so much easier than starting at 500 pounds. But I think the thing that I have to keep reminding myself is I had to do it when I was ready for myself because I wanted to do it. And I think that's something that's hard for someone who's like from the outside looking in or looking at someone's weight or body or fitness journey and trying to tell them what they think that they should be doing. And that's why it's so important to focus within and worry about yourself. Right. And I think there is some truth to that, that you can want someone to change, whether that's weight loss or any other kind of change. But just because you want that change for someone doesn't mean that they're going to do that for themselves. And even if they do change because you ask that of them or they think that's what's best for them, they have to really truly believe that in themselves to truly get those results and for that to actually stick and change and actually achieve success with that. Right. And when it comes to weight loss, especially when we feel like that's what's best for us, it's really figuring out why do I want to lose weight? And it kind of goes to that, like figuring out your why But I think that's a big part of doing it for yourself is if truly weight loss is something that you want, it has to be done for you, but you have to figure out that why. Because if you try to make it as, okay, I'm going to do it because I want to fit into this dress or I want to look good for this person or this person told me to do it, it's not going to be something that you're probably going to maintain or feel good doing. And it's going to be one of those things where you say, okay, I lost 20 pounds. Now what? And if you don't change some of those behaviors or patterns or things that got you there into the first place, yeah, it doesn't matter if you lost weight because they told you to, what are you going to do after that? And a classic kind of example of this that I'll quickly share is when I was in high school, I had a doctor who I do not like very much, but he told me, I really want you to lose 50 pounds. And not only that, he said, but I don't think you'll be able to do it, but I really think you should. And whether he was using reverse psychology, whatever he was using on me, it turned into this, 
I'm going to prove you wrong and I'm going to do it. And I wasn't doing it because I wanted to. I wasn't doing it because I felt it was best for me. I lost 50 plus pounds just to prove him wrong that I was able to do it. And then what happened is all he did was, oh, congratulations, I guess you could lose weight. And then after that, what happened? I gained that weight back plus some because I wasn't truly focused on me and why I actually wanted to lose weight. And it turned into this, okay, these outside forces I'm letting affect me, but I wasn't truly looking within and doing it for myself. Right. And I think that that conversation and that story kind of ties right into our next tip. And that's that you're not looking for a quick fix. And I think like you said this perfectly when you were talking about doing it for you, but it is, it's finding that why that's going to pull you through that's going to be sustainable as opposed to changing to have as quick like a quick, results right. as possible. And I think I know from experience, I've been there, I feel it, I still struggle with it now. A lot of times when we make this mental shift or finally realize, okay, I want to lose weight or I do want to go and try to achieve this goal. We want this instant gratification of, okay, but I want it now. And sometimes we think about it or we actually take those steps to try to have it be drastic and have it go as quick as possible because we want it right now. Not realizing that there's no quick fix, there's no magic wand, there's no magic pill that's going to get us the results we want and in the time frame that we want. And I think that's what's hard for a lot of people, myself included, to realize there is no quick fix when it comes to weight loss. It's about figuring out what you need to do to not just lose weight, but to make it a lifestyle, to make this your new life. So you're not constantly on this seesaw of back and forth of lose weight, gain weight, lose weight, gain weight, which I've experienced my whole life. But I know so many of you have as well. If you struggle with your weight, this constant battle of losing weight, but then gaining more plus back every time. And so that's why it's really making this a lifestyle change and figuring out what you're going to be able to do to sustain this, not just while you're losing weight, but long term. And that's why I say it's so important if you can't live your life without ever eating a carb again, that might not be the right program or plan for you. Even if it might give you quick weight loss, but what happens after that? What happens after you lose the weight? And so it's looking at the big picture, even though it's so easy to get sucked into, I want quick results. I want something that's going to be drastic to get me to my goal as quick as possible. It's really about making it that lifestyle change and realizing there is no quick fix. Right. And I think too, knowing what we've seen you go through and what we've experienced together with that, I think when you try and go for those quick results, it, I think only for what you've gone through heightened your experience with your eating disorder. Oh, absolutely. And I think when you do that, I think it can be a very dangerous, slippery slope that you end up digging yourself a bigger hole than where you are to begin with. I think that's exactly true because when you go to those drastic measures, it's very easy to go and start dealing with that all or nothing mentality, that binge and restrict mentality and get so obsessive over how many carbs are in this? How many calories are in this? How much do I have to burn to do this? And it kind of can make some of those things where it's not focusing on health anymore, but you're obsessing one way or or the other and telling yourself again, I can't do this. I shouldn't do this. I can't whatever. 
and it's not really it's being healthy those, for you overall. Right. It's going to those extremes that sure they might get you the results, but again, are they going to be sustainable and how are you going to feel about yourself with those results? And I think you're the biggest advocate for this yourself when you say, I lost all my weight, but still wasn't happy with where I was. So sure, you might, the number on the scale might go down, but what else are you going to be dealing with after that? Right. I definitely dealt with, I struggled with body dysmorphia for sure. And I couldn't fully see what my body was when I was at my lowest. But I remember I was so happy that I was in a size extra small. I was so happy the way my body looked minus the loose skin And I was just at a place where I physically was like, this is the body I want. But deep down inside, I was starving myself. I was struggling. I had no energy. I wasn't feeding myself. I was killing myself in the gym. So realistically, it's like that was not healthy. Even though I was at a healthier weight, I was not healthy. I was not in a good place physically or mentally to even be able to sustain that weight loss or to keep that weight. And so I think that's why it's so important to, in the beginning, not try to go to those drastic measures to try to lose weight as quickly as possible or cut out XYZ food groups because you think that's what you should do to lose weight because that can definitely be a slippery slope in terms of what's going to happen down the road and like that mindset that's going to come with with that. And of course, everyone's different. I'm not sitting here saying if you do you know, you don't eat sugar, you don't eat carbs, you don't eat whatever it is. I'm not saying anything of that is bad. It's just looking within and figuring out what's best for you. Right. And another thing I think when it comes to the looking for quick results and there not being a quick fix, and I forget where we heard this the first time, but it's like, you didn't gain all of that weight in a month. Right. You didn't gain all of that weight in six months. You didn't gain all that weight in a year. It's not going to fly off the same way that you, it took you time to put it on. It's going to take time for it to come off. Just like that saying of one salad's not going to make you healthy and one cheeseburger's not going to make you overweight. It's that constant balance. And if I were to start my journey all over again at 500 pounds, I think I would really focus on reminding myself it's not a quick fix. We're not in a sprint. We're not trying to get there as quick as possible. It's really changing the patterns and behavior and the mindset along with it because that's what's going to help us keep the weight off. Not looking for a quick fix or a magic pill or what's going to get me there fastest. Right. And I think that's a perfect segue into tip number three, which is exactly what you just touched on. And it's focus and make your mental health a priority. This, I think if I were to give one tip, one suggestion to anyone, whether it be weight loss related or not, on what's my tip for living your best life possible, to reaching your goals, to weight loss, whatever it may be, it's focus on your mental health, focus on your mindset, make sure that you are taking care of your mental health just as much as you are your physical health. And I think this one is so important to me because I've personally experienced the stigma that still surrounds mental health and not judgments, but kind of the ways people look at mental health and feeling like you're making things up or you're not telling the truth or just because you're overweight, you can't have an eating disorder. A lot of those stigmas I've personally experienced myself and it made my journey a lot harder 
And so if we really can take that step and figuring out why am I overweight? Why do I want to lose weight? Why am I struggling with my relationship with food? Why do I have this binge and restrict where I feel like I constantly have to eat? Why do I feel like I have to t- like take out a whole food group? All these different things. If we can get to the root of what's actually happening and get ourselves that support and that love and that care to make us feel good mentally along our journey, that's going to make everything else so much easier. No, and I think that's such a big key, like you said, when you can focus on yourself internally and why you are where you are in the first place, I think that's a huge step in overcoming where you are. Right. Like you can't recover from what you don't realize is happening. Right. And that's a huge thing that I've been really focused on right now is a lot of these things that I'm in therapy for. I'm like, oh, that makes complete sense. I'm able to kind of switch that right away and not do that anymore. Like a lot of small tweaks that I didn't even realize were happening come from actually getting to the root of the problem and why you might be struggling with your weight in the first place. And I think even if you might not have an eating disorder or really struggle with your relationship with food, just talking to someone and feeling like you have someone who's on your team, who's listening to you, who wants the best for you is so important. And I cannot stress that enough because we, I say we, but I, it's something that's really important to me, need to really help break that stigma that surrounds mental health. And the only way we're going to do that is by talking it, by practicing it, by implementing it, and by taking care of our own mental health so we could truly see just how important it really is. And I think mental health is 10 times harder on your weight loss journey than the physical part. So if you could really dial in that mental health part, I think the physical part is going to come a lot easier to you. Right. And I think, too, the other part of that is as your mental health is so much harder to deal with alone. Right. When you have somebody that you can bounce ideas off of and can give you suggestions, that's only going to make it easier. Well, I found it too, even on social media, when I do share how some of my therapy sessions are going, and there's so many people who come to me and are like, I thought I was the only one dealing with that. I thought I was the only one who thought about that, like that about food. And for me, it kind of makes me feel good, too, because for so long, I thought I was the only one who felt this way. I thought I was the only one who struggled with this mentality, that I was alone in the world and feeling like this. And this is just how life was for me. But once I started going to therapy, it opened my eyes to this is a bigger issue than just something wrong with me. And then connecting with so many others and feeling like we're not alone in this is a huge part in helping some of those things and realizing you aren't alone, that there are other people in this with you. And I think that is a huge, just like eye opener for me that there's nothing wrong with me and I'm actually getting the help so I can kind of overcome some of these struggles that I have been struggling with for so long. I really hope that these kind of top three tips or suggestions are really helpful. And of course I can go on forever with different suggestions or things that I feel are important. But I think these are the three most important that I wish someone would have told me. And that's why I want to share it with you. Because as I'm still on my own journey, losing weight and recovering from an eating disorder, these are the top three things that I keep telling myself daily 
and that I think are the most important to help us continue to keep moving forward on our own journey. Right. And I think, too, there's an interesting little piece of how each of those kind of intertwines and works together. When you can really work on all three of those pieces all at once, I think that's, again, where you can make some big progress relatively quickly without it being a a quick fix, so to say. And with that, I think we'd like to thank each and every one of you for taking the time to listen to us and our conversation today. Our hope is that you can recommend our podcast to a friend or family member who might also find value in our conversation. If you could please rate, review, and subscribe wherever it is that you listen to podcasts, that would help us out tremendously. And one last thing to remember, it's it's never never too late late to fly. fly.